Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. reviewing Westworld. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for Westworld on HBO and Sky Atlantic. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. So we're here to talk about the penultimate episode for season two, which is season two, episode nine, called Vanishing Points. A much uh, simpler title uh, <laughs> other than the last two weeks or so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the penultimate episode? I really like this episode. Good. I, me too. I thought it was um, extremely well put together. You got to see a lot more of uh, the story unfold. You know, it sets things up nicely for next week for the finale. Um, mm-hmm. Ironic you liking it, given the fact that you've been saying it was quite heavily based on the man in black and you've been saying for a number of weeks you didn't like his story and thought it wasn't <laughs> that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um. I mean, I find him a bit more interesting. This gives him more backstory, but yeah. there's still other characters I find more interesting, like Bernard well, and yeah. Yeah, everybody else. Um, and Bernard's storyline was very, very interesting to me in this episode as well. His whole uh, thing yeah. with, with Ford and everything uh, was really, really cool. Um, yeah, I thought this episode was absolutely fantastic. Um, and from at least what I remember, uh, this episode is the most immersed I've been in Westworld, like I've really yeah. kind of got into it and paid, well I've always paid attention and you're supposed to with a show like this as well, uh, but I felt like more sucked in than usual uh, don't know exactly why I suppose it was just a, a great episode and that's what uh, great television yes. does it sucks you in and uh, one of them things where like you watch the episode and suddenly it finishes and uh, that's when you know that you've like really enjoyed an episode of TV so yeah. um, 
yeah, really, really enjoyed it. There was a lot of really cool stuff that they did, uh, as well as like the the Man in Black stuff. Um, how do you feel about him now? Well, I mean, I I always rather liked uh, the Man in Black stuff, but I I really like that they gave a little bit more of a backstory and you know the events of this episode you really see him how much he's sort of descended down in this role to, role of kind of madness mm-hmm. um which is interesting given the situation with his wife as well so yeah. yeah i i thought that was beautifully played i thought that was really nicely done and uh yeah i mean i i as i say I, i've always been quite a fan of of that character but uh yeah i i like how much sort of backstory and explanation they gave to him mm-hmm. i do wonder whether he's not going to make it through past the end of this season though at this point possibly i think it depends on whether he is or isn't a host and and stuff like that um because we get him trying to work that out because he like cuts his why yeah do they, why do they have to cut their arms open to do that that's so inconvenient because uh, we, we've seen it before, I mean, in the show when you, like, they plug themselves into the tablet, essentially. Well, I guess I guess it's because they don't want open ports available to, to people. Um, I suppose so. So, so unless, unless you kind of have to shut them down and have the port at the back of their mouth, but even that would be a bit weird. Uh-huh. You know? So, yeah. I mean, there are other orifices I'm sure you could use, but you don't really want to show that on TV. Right. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I mean, you could have it embedded in an ear, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, there's some interesting mental health and suicide sort of stuff uh, that I think we're going to come across in this episode. Um, but I think we'll yeah. we'll talk about that when we get to the uh, the scenes with uh, Emily and stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, before we get into the actual notes and details of uh, this weird and wonderful show, uh, I want to let you know what else we're doing at Entertainment Talk because there's plenty of other stuff, uh, past, present, and future. Uh, this week I did a, a second review with my uh, mum, uh, the, the first of which was Dr. Foster Season 2, so if you missed that, I think that was like last year or something when that aired, uh, but we both went to see uh, Jurassic World The Fallen Kingdom, which me and uh, David also talked about yesterday on Geek Town, uh, as well as E3 stuff and everything else that we did yesterday, yeah. um, or two days ago, but released yesterday, this week. Um, so yeah, we went to see Jurassic World and we gave our spoiler and spoiler three free uh, thoughts on that. Uh, I didn't put music in between those sections, but I give you a, a clear warning and when, when that's going to happen. Uh, but we both thought it was good. Uh, you said it was quite good as well. Uh, just a yeah. nice sort of action popcorn dinosaur film. Uh, so yeah, that that was pretty good. Uh, later in the week, um, we're going to do a bit of a uh, catch up gaming wise because uh, we haven't talked about what we've been playing for a couple of weeks. Because of course last week. Uh, we had the E3 show, a big sort of hour, 40 minutes uh, thing where we covered um, most of the stuff from E3, me and Robert. Um, but I decided to cut the uh, what we've been playing segment out from that uh, this week. Uh, sorry, last week. So this week we'll catch up with that and let you know what we've been playing. Um, and there's some things in the future that I've planned out uh, to play as well. So I'll let you know about all those. Uh, but that will come, be coming out probably Friday this week. Uh, Robert hasn't told me about any other plans yet uh so that will probably be recorded on friday we did it a bit earlier last week as he was able to do so uh so yeah plenty of uh gaming talk to uh to discuss there so if you missed our e3 show there was plenty to discuss there as well uh next week i plan on seeing a couple of uh films at least one um either 
I think it's Hereditary, that horror film that's that's come out. Um, that sounds like it's it's quite good. Um, plus, The Incredible Two finally comes out after like what 14, 15 years or something. Um, it's been out for like a week or so in the US, and I haven't managed to find the UK schedule thing for it. But I checked on View today, and they said that they're opening on Friday. So I'll probably go and see that next week, some point. And give you my thoughts after about 15 years or so. Uh, so yeah, all that good stuff is going to be coming out. Uh, and don't forget, not next week, but the week after, uh, there's a new unannounced uh, series that I'm going to be doing. I'm not going to talk about any of what it is. You'll just have to have to wait and see. Um, but I'm going to be recording some more of that uh, later this week and next week as well. Uh, and then of course next week we've got the season finale for Westworld, so we'll see what other madness they uh, they come out with for for everything. Um, yes. Is it is it an extended episode yet? Do we? Uh, I haven't heard anything. I don't know. I'm not sure whether they've actually said. Uh, okay. Just looking to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't know at the moment. Okay, um, um, but we'll let you know, of course, when uh, next week's season finale comes around. But to find all that stuff that I mentioned, entertainmenttalk.org is where you'll find all of that. Uh, Emily takes William to a rally point intending to get him to hospital. They discuss the pain of Juliet's uh, suicide. Uh, I think we'll do this that discussion I mentioned after this like paragraph because it all kind of contains that sort of thing. Um, but he takes her to... he wants to take her to... Um, to hospital uh, after she sorry they discussed the plan of Ju- Juliet's suicide after she got drunk at a Delos charity event they took her home where Emily decided she needed to be committed to an alcoholism rehab facility against her will William had taken her uh, to bed and confessed his dark nature uh, that draws him into Westworld unaware that she was actually awake uh, did a good job of staying asleep in those bits Yeah. Uh, she viewed a data card that Dr. Ford uh, had given her William earlier containing the data of um, his visits to Westworld it's got like a um, camera of like the events and, and that sort of thing that happened I thought that was a kind of cool reveal yeah. Uh, part of a deal that allowed uh, Dalos to continue William's secret park, sorry, secret project within the park, without interfering in Ford's narr- narratives. Uh, she hid the card uh, for Emily to find, and then she uh, killed herself afterwards. Um. So where do you kind of stand on the whole suicide and the the, the scene that was sort of shown? Because we, we kind of had it earlier in the season, but this is much more of a reveal of it all. Yeah, I mean, this is... I, I, I mean, it, it, it's interesting it, the the way that they, they showed this. I mean, clearly she had a certain amount of mental health problems. She was, yeah. she was an alcoholic... Um, alcoholism tends to lead to depression um which is ironic because people that drink tend to drink because they're depressed and yeah they both yeah connect together. yeah and the the alcoholism tends to exacerbate the depression so um i mean it's entirely believable in that state of mind that that you know and then realizing that she's married to a monster yeah um or certainly that's what it appears to be when she sees the the card uh then decides to kill herself um I mean, yeah, it was, I, I don't know, it, it's it's difficult in terms of, I'm not sure what they're pointing towards, whether we're supposed to blame William in some way for that death, and I, I actually, 
I don't particularly. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I think he was... I don't directly blame him for that because, I mean, it it was it seemed fairly apparent that he desperately, and he says, you know, I tried to keep both these lives separate, you know, and he admits when, he admits to a woman and he thinks she's asleep that, that he has this dark nature. But he doesn't, it doesn't appear or we've not seen any evidence of him being abusive towards her or the daughter in the real mm-hmm. world. Yeah. So I, I don't think anyway, not that I remember. No, I don't think that was um, hinted towards really like an, any type of abusive relationship. I think it was more of a like, she is like fed up of him because he, uh, yeah, sorry, she said, spent... that she said that he like kept going to there once a year or, or, or something. She she said something about an annual trip. I'm I'm sure that that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, and maybe she's like gotten fed up with that and like the whole dark nature of him. Um, and him being not necessarily an abusive father or husband, but like just not a very good one. Um, yeah, like, not, not like, particularly. Yeah, not like there's particularly a clear difference there. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, I, if if you're abusive father or husband, then you're bad at that anyway. But you can still take that element away and be a bad husband or yeah. father. So, um, I mean, there's many, many, many different reasons a person might decide to take their life. Uh, none of them are particularly nice of course it's it's not a nice thing um but that's just you know um depression and that kind of stuff can can drive you yeah. down down that road um it is an unfortunate thing of like depression or any of those sorts of low feelings is like depending on exactly your situation it is your brain pushing that to an extreme that's what that is yeah uh, and of course you fight that as well as you can with therapies and uh, medications and stuff um, they didn't allude much to her in terms of what she'd done to like help herself, but it seems like maybe she'd been on a bit more of a destructive path. Yeah, I mean the the, pro- the problem like genuinely the problem herself. generally with alcoholism tends to be that it, it's incredibly difficult to help somebody that is an alcoholic until they're prepared to want the help themselves. I mean, even if you go into the, even if you do rehab and that sort of stuff, Mm. um, unless they're prepared to understand that there is a problem and they need to do something about it, it's very, very difficult to help people with alcoholism. Um, Yeah. And clearly, you know, she was like, oh, I just enjoy a drink. You know, she was at that sort of stage of, I enjoy a drink. I'm not an alcoholic. So, you know, I'm not going to a rehab center. It's like a prison, blah, blah, blah. You know, that sort of stuff. Um so yeah i and in that sort of frame of mind it is very difficult to uh, you know and, and as emily says mm. in, in this um you know she's had she's been like that before i don't and, and that conversation of i don't understand what pushed her over the edge and now we find out that it was william confessing even though he didn't really mean to confess it but you know confessing that he has got this kind of dark soul and mm-hmm you know she sees the hard evidence of that so it's interesting that um because we've seen other characters drink before but we've seen william or man in black whatever you prefer to call him drinking a lot in westworld like most of the scenes he's in he's like at a bar and he's drinking and stuff um so that probably ties into that and things because yeah like if he's drinking if he's drinking this much in westworld why would he stop when he came back home so he probably didn't yeah yeah but 
there's a diff- there is a difference between somebody that um somebody that drinks and an alcoholic. Mm. There is a very distinct difference between the two. Yeah. There is you know a, an alcoholic is somebody that that requires the alcohol for a specific reason. I mean they may not even be drinking as much as somebody else that enjoys a drink. Yeah. It's but it's the reason that they're drinking is the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean it's just interesting that like we see him drinking a lot and drinking is yeah uh, the problem that they bring up. So there's there's some connection there. I think. Um, the, I mean the suicide scene it's, itself, or the I guess the aftermath. We don't actually like see it, but we no. see. The, um, it's interesting how at least a bit to me and like as the person talking. Um, it's interesting how with like depression and stuff that can cause you to care less and just just a little note that i sort of put in my head from the particular scene was like her running and i know this might not be much but it's just a thing i picked up on was like her running the water and because obviously the water is dripping through the thing and going on the um the lampshade i think it is i think that's what you call it the the ball of the lampshade it's interesting how they they sort of put that in there a little bit in terms of like she wouldn't care that the water would be overflowing. It's just a little thing I, I sort of picked up on um, that would, like, connect to more of a depression. That, like, she knows there's yeah. a wooden floor and if, you know, if she keeps the water running, it's just going to keep coming. Um, and that's showing, like, a lack of care. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, potentially it's it's either... It's either a lack of care or it was a convenient plot device so they realise that there's something wrong. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah. yes. Yeah, I get the point though. Mm-hmm. Um yes, I get I, I get the point behind it. But yes, it works. It does work. Mm-hmm. It kind of works in both ways with that, because it could either be yeah. just convenience or what I said. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on um, from that. Uh, both William and Emily bear the responsibility of her death, uh, but William um, but Emily accuses William of uh, hiding himself in Westworld to avoid it. I think that's uh, fairly obvious. Yes. William, however, continues to believe Emily is a host made by Dr. Ford since she has since she has the knowledge of the data card. Uh, when Dela Security arrive to extract them, Emily tries to warn the team that William has become delusional. Uh, William overpowers and kills them. I wouldn't say too easily. Like because she was kind of crouching wasn't she she was on her knees or whatever and the other guys mm. were standing up so if he does take that gun off and and just spin around and shoot it he would hit all of them so yeah uh, that made a bit of sense to me uh so he believes that um he goes to prove uh himself to emily um he goes to prove to himself emily is a host uh when he finds the card in her hand. Riding away aimlessly, William contemplates uh, suicide as well himself. Again, bringing up the theme of that. Uh, recalling his last words to Juliet, William is unable to kill himself, but instead tries to prove uh, that he is a host by again cutting his arm open. Uh, yeah. Again, the inconvenience of that, but okay. Um, I mean, we see Bernard do it, and we've seen it lots of different times in the show, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in, in, interesting that they... Because they're connecting this all quite nicely now that I think about it with the whole, like, him thinking Dr. Ford is still messing around with him and um, he he isn't, um, at least in this situation anyway. And he's so convinced that, like, 
his daughter's a threat that he shoots her maybe slightly by accident because he did have some like shock afterwards but he, he still does shoot her yeah so. no i mean i i think i think the shock arises from the fact that because he he shoots her because he was like well nobody i didn't tell anybody about the card so you can't possibly you know and ford's the only one that knew about the card therefore she mm. must be a host controlled by ford so that was his logic in shooting her and then of course she has the card in her hand when he goes and checks and we see how she got the card in that in the sort of i think it's actually in a later scene although we've talked about it earlier because mm-hmm. that stuff was all together but yeah we right. see the, the we see her mother yeah. yeah we see Ju- juliet put it in the jewelry box for her um but yeah i mean we kind of knew that this may come to some sort of showdown i think there have been signs pointing to this happening uh i i didn't think they'd necessarily shoot her and kill her off and i i i'm fairly sure she is very dead at this point i think so yeah um, she's also not a host is she no so no she's can't really not a host because you can't I mean, be a knave <laughs> yeah yeah that was the whole point so yes i really don't think she is mm-hmm. um uh, so yeah i mean uh, it, this was sort of heartbreaking that he's you know his daughter is there and he's trying to you know despite the fact that she doesn't really like her father particularly all that much but she is trying to help him to a point i mean she does go on the story of saying she's not really trying to help him she's just you know she's almost trying to make him suffer in the same way you know she she makes this sort of big speech of of you know pulling you out of the park is the way of making you suffer basically but i think um i i mean we saw this potentially coming as he's kind of gone down this road of being of of getting more and more kind of far gone and delusional and and i i didn't think they push him quite this far but uh yeah so um i i really like what they've done with that character you know to the point of him not even entirely sure whether he's human or not and i i suspect he is i i mean you know my 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 gut feeling is he isn't a host i think he is most likely human still um and you know that goes into the whole thing about sort of human nature and and you know whether he has immersed himself too much in this world and what that has done to him you know so Mm -hmm. i mean yeah literally going to some like fantasy land and going there too much and stuff uh it's interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, this is, this is a heartbreaking episode if you really think about it. Like, William's contemplating suicide. We see the whole thing with Emily. Uh, we see the thing later with, with Teddy. Um, and, like, uh, with with Dingy dying. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. Um, they're, they're putting a lot more motion in these later episodes, which uh, I kind of appreciate as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this kind of depends. I don't think all the emotion in that really rides too much on if William is or isn't a host um because I still feel like it kind of works either way um I I think it does I I just um I I think it's it's far more interesting if he isn't and he's just a bad human yeah you know yeah um and and he's been driven to this sort of madness by the park which uh and you know to a certain extent egged on by ford 
um, who as as I mean that's the sort of interesting thing is is Ford sort of has set him on this path of playing this game of sort of you know having uh, and we don't know exactly what game Ford has been playing with William but mm. I mean clearly there was a game set up for him um, but we don't know exactly what what Ford's idea was of yeah doing it's like final game sort of thing yeah, yeah. uh season finale <laughs> um yeah but yeah good good kind of storytelling all around and stuff i feel like i'm finding man in black's story more interesting his character could still have a bit more development possibly um but with the fact that he's like had these three new things which is to trying to discover if he's a host killing his daughter by accident possibly and like contemplating his own life i I thought that should push his character a bit more yeah i mean i i don't think he killed his daughter by accident at all i think he 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 killed i mean accident in the sense of he thought she was a host Mm -hmm. but i i'm convinced yeah i'm sure he was utterly convinced that she was a host at that point yeah and i think that's the that's the look of horror that he gets when he goes and finds the card and he's realized he's just shot his own daughter yeah i think it feels like a bit of an accidental kind of trigger happy thing maybe well it's 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 sort of his time in the park has almost been building to that point mm. of him accidentally of him killing uh somebody he loved you know have it having got so used to randomly killing off hosts in the park yeah so he's now you know it makes it much easier for him to shoot a human and you know that's what he's done and that human happened to be his daughter mm-hmm. so there is also the point as well um the Dalos security guy that goes up to him none of these guys have names um well they probably do but whatever uh he red goes shirts. up to him in red shirts yeah <laughs> i i'd actually forgot about that term recently um yes. just haven't really seen as much of it in in tv since like no. walking dead just, maybe yeah yeah, yeah, like the whole war, war stuff in The Walking Dead with red shirts being killed off. Um, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen much of it. Because uh, he goes up to William and does the whole scan thing, and it says that he's clear. But yeah, like, see, that's where things get difficult with this show. Is like what you can and can't believe. Yeah, I mean, you've got to assume that the the uh, given that he was scanned, I that's the other thing that makes me think that he probably was human. I I can't, I mean, uh, and and because they they hadn't perfected, as far as I'm aware, that the technology to transfer like the the full consciousness over into another person. So, I mean, I I just it seems odd if if he is. Um, if he is a host and doesn't know it, that just seems a little strange to me. I yeah, I think it's bit. and it's far more interesting if he's a human that's sort of being corrupted by the park. I think it's a far more interesting way to go. Possibly, that could be yeah, that could be quite interesting. Um, what about a little third option? And this is just a mini theory that I've just thought of. What about if like the whole clear thing from the scanner is part of a narrative, maybe? <laughs> Well, Maybe? yeah, I mean, but if that was the case, you'd sort of think that the, the I mean, you, you've got to bear in mind that Emily, Emily's arrival, if Emily isn't a host, and we're fairly sure she wasn't, uh-huh. um, Emily's arrival in the park 
was something which was entirely outside Ford's control. So there was no way to know that Emily was going to turn up and essentially pull William off this story that that Ford had kind of set up for him. Mm. You know, that was a variable that that kind of came out of nowhere. So, yeah, I mean, I... I, I I don't know. I I think the the fact that the the scanner didn't read him as a host, I I think probably means he's human. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like with Ford basically being the god of Westworld, like especially how he uh, yeah, approaches I mean, it and stuff. It's yeah, uh, small possibilities, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but good stuff all around. Quite entertaining. Um, even if it is really quite sad. Uh, in the Mesa, Charlotte works with a technical, sorry, technician um, to reproduce uh, the means Maeve can control other hosts via Clementine. She's she's back. Uh, yes. She's not dead. She wasn't shot in the head, so no, no, I, we I, can probably I, get, yeah, probably her, repair. So. Um, it's it's weird how like me and you and lots of other sources I listened to and read were like, okay, Clementine's dead. Um, how are we also easily convinced? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she orders them to prepare a number of hosts with the same mechanism to turn them loose within Westworld. As to kill the hosts from within, uh, Bernard, still under Dr. Ford's control, gets close enough to the incapacitated Maeve so she can uh, receive a message from a uh, message Ford left f- uh, for her in Bernard's mind. Um, bit of g- complex uh, stuff there. Upon accessing it, May finds Ford speaking to her, tell her she has more to do. Um, this is literally like a god kind of scene, isn't it? Like, this guy just yeah. appears and he's like, you have more to do, kisses her on the forehead and then, like, disappears. Um, I really like what they're doing with Ford. Uh, it's really mm. interesting the way that they've managed to keep him around. Because this has gone... Because I remember when I spoke about it before, as in, like, someone imagining a dead character, and I said that that's worked in many different mediums before... Um, I think that this goes further than that, where it's like, because Bernard and Maeve and everybody are hosts, you can, like, play around with it more, because of the whole consciousness yeah. and, and that sort of stuff, so I, I really, really like that idea. Um, mm. What do you think of it? Yeah, um, the, this I thought was, was quite interesting. <coughs> you got the kind of zombie host thing going on when Clementine kind of, you know, yeah, basically tells them all to kill each other with Maze's ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they they basically turn into a sort of rabid zombie hosts and start kind of terrorizing everything. And, and that that's going to go horribly wrong. You can tell if they try that <laughs> yeah. in the park, you're going to end up. That's just going to end up horribly, horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the stuff with the stuff with Ford, I think, is quite interesting, particularly with what happens later on, as well. You've uh, you know the the sort of forward going to Maeve I thought was quite interesting because Maeve seemingly can't do anything physically but she is still tapped into the system and still has security overrides by the looks of things because we see her um, doing something on the yeah those kind of with her admin admin privileges we see her doing you know at the end of that scene there's something pops up on the computer of, of you know her doing something in the machine so um what exactly that is i don't know but yeah i mean i this this is kind of it's an interesting idea but it's one that i just get the feeling that charlotte's going to regret and it's going to horribly backfire <laughs> the releasing clementine into the park to sort of zombify all the uh, hosts is, is not going to go well i don't think 
Yeah, what happened to, um, is that Kane? Am I saying the wrong person's name? You know the bottle episode guy that we had last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. Is it Kane? I don't, I don't think we saw him this week. No, because we, we spoke a lot of times about how he might be helping Maeve, but now he seems to be have gone on. Unless he's gone to, like, no, get uh, something for her, I, I, maybe? Well, no, I, I think he's, you know, he basically, because the end of that episode with him saying he would protect Maeve's daughter, yeah. um, whether he's heading to the Valley Beyond as well, I, I don't know, but... Um, I, I don't think there was sort of we missed him this episode I think he's I, I don't think he was in this episode and I think we'll probably see him at the finale some po- in some point but um, hopefully yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but no the stuff with, uh, with uh, Clementine almost a Charlotte with Clementine's really cool she basically just puts her hand on the glass and they'll just wake up and uh, sort of re-die because they all kill each other but they were all dead before so um, yeah it's interesting like uh, you can bring these hosts back to life and, and stuff just like that. Um, it's really kind of cool. All this stuff is really, really cool um, with just, like, how they're trying to evolve Maeve's, like, mind control or just use it in different ways. Um, because, obviously, what they're, they're trying to do here is get the mind control sort of thing. Um, yeah. Can Clementine can probably still speak. She just isn't. Or unless she's, like, she's probably had something turned not- off or... Yeah, Clementine's yeah. not really being very there for, yeah. for the whole of this season. Um, so. Yeah, she's a bit more sort of zombie-esque. Yeah. Um, so yeah, did, where do you think that might go? Did you use it um, happen later, like you said? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think their plan... Well, I mean, it would seem to be their plan is to release uh, Clementine into the park and get her to walk into a bunch of, of hosts, use the mind control thing and get them all to turn on each other. But I... Mm. I rather suspect that's not going to go how they think it's going to go. <laughs> they do that and there's a bunch of daily security and they turn on them instead. That'd be that'd be funny. Yes. Um I I didn't really mention it too much, but in the speaking of the Dalos team, going back to the William stuff just quickly, it still interests me like what their next move always is. because um, they're still the only security for for the the park. Um yeah. but they still seem to be bad at their job, but maybe that's on purpose. Um yeah. So, interesting. Uh, I think, yeah, it's it's very, very cool with the whole Bernard thing and Ford and Maeve. I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Uh, especially of what happens uh, in the next paragraph, actually. Uh, Bernard goes on to find Elsie uh, and tells her that Dalos has been replicating the mind of every guest uh, to the park in a facility called uh, The Forge, located in the valley beyond. And they set out to beat um, Dolores there. En route, uh, Ford warns Bernard not to trust Elsie and kill her. Because uh, uh, she, will, she will betray him. All that sort of um, usual... Not really cliche. Yeah. Like, more of a it-makes-sense thing that Ford will do this. Uh, but he fights back against Ford and removes him from his programming. Probably too easy, so he's probably going to come back. That was too easy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was he, way too easy. <laughs> he abandons her for... Uh, for her own safety uh so he abandons elsie for um her own safety while continuing uh to the valley beyond alone in the cool sort of westworld batmobile buggy yes. type thing it's not really much of a batmobile really uh, it's more no, of like no. a so it's like a dune buggy yeah thing. it's like yeah. a futuristic um buggy sort of thing um they look kind of cool though i like the design mm. of them yeah um, great yeah <laughs> plus um in terms of weapons, they've already got their guns on them, so they don't really need anything else. So, 
uh, quite cool. Um, what do you think of this of this scene? Yeah, now I mean, this was all quite interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, this is where we get the definitive reveal of what is in the valley beyond, <clears throat> which is is the yeah. Whereas the cradle was where they store all the host consciousnesses, right. which they blew up. The, you've now got the valley beyond, which is where they're storing all the um, data from the park guests, which is kind of interesting. Mm. So. I mean, I what what I can't quite figure out is what benefit that would be to Dolores when she gets there. Bill, um, Taramil, more or, or anybody else? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I I I can't I can't quite figure out. You know, because other than blowing it up uh, to upset Delos essentially, because they've just blown up their cash cow. Yeah, I I, I don't no i i'm not entirely sure what I, that's what the bit i can't quite work out is is what getting there does to benefit anybody unless there's something else there as well um because i i get the point of of blowing up the cradle because you know they're they're saying because the point of that was they don't want to be able to be kind of rebooted in their original form by blowing up the cradle the, the form that they have now is the is who they are and it makes them more human that i understand what i don't get is you've now got this bunch of digital consciousnesses stored in this other version um i mean unless it's another virtual world they can escape into but what benefit would that be to them it's not again it's not the real world as as dolores i think had a you know was saying to some of the others it's it's nothing you know it's basically nothing but another prison you know there's there's not a door it's not a door to the outside world unless there is a door to the outside world there but we don't know that so um yeah i that I still haven't quite figured out, but at least we kind of seem to have some idea of at least something of, of what's in the Valley Beyond. Um, as you said, I think uh, Bernard removing Ford was far too easy. There's there's yeah. no way there's you, no you way he's gone entirely. And, you don't click and drag Ford out of your head. It, it doesn't no. go like that. So um, no. it's funny how it didn't work a, a couple of times, and like Bernard trying to just scroll it over, sort of thing. Yeah, because um, there was two files in there, weren't there? I think, and he was trying to move them out uh into the uh old recycle yeah, I, bin <laughs> yeah i i i don't yeah i i just don't see i don't see, that seems way too easy mm. and because at the moment as far as we're aware the only played place ford exists is in was in bernard's head because he's no longer in the cradle because he jumped from the cradle to bernard so bernard's been carrying him around if he's now deleted Ford, that in theory should potentially kill Ford unless he's stored somewhere else as well, uh, or unless he's not entirely deleted Ford, which is, is also a possibility and he's still kicking around in Bernard's head somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like there's like a bunch of backup files somewhere or something with... Uh, yeah, with although Bernard, there, yeah. Was, there was the <laughs> thing that he, he gave to Elsie... Um, there was like a it was like the white box thing which could I'm, I'm not sure whether that was ford's you know the 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 consciousness that he picked up i i'm not sure what okay. that was so i don't I know think, i think with his ability to like 
jump and talk to Maeve? Do you think he might have like a hop between hosts ability? Kind of, not ability, but like I, some, you know. I do wonder if he's just spread himself across the yeah because it, cause it would way. be it would be very interesting in like even in season three depending on what happens next week of course uh if like he just ends up talking to all of them like he goes to De- to dolores and to like everybody else and just starts giving them messages and stuff um yeah i wonder I mean, if i, I wonder just if that's an interesting way for him to like redo some sort of narrative because if he goes to each of them and tries to like guide them somewhere granted they might not all do exactly what he says but maybe they he could like reboot some sort of narrative it depends what he's got planned but i'm just throwing uh little theories out there um yeah unless Um, it's like bernard has to talk to the particular host but then like now that he's talked to mave if mave talks to somebody else can like ford talk to them i don't know uh, I, yeah, I yeah. Don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I'm really not sure, but I, I strongly suspect Ford is still kicking around out there somehow, some way, somehow. I'm not entirely sure how, but I suspect he's still out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, something which I think we haven't, uh, not for any particular reason, given that much credit to. Uh, the acting is really solid in this show. Um, I've been yeah. very impressed by. Uh, is it Jeffrey Wright who plays uh, Bernard? And then you've got. Yes. Um, who plays Ford? His name is like just escaped me. Uh, 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 Anthony Hopkins. Anthony, yeah, he's doing a really good good job. Uh, Rachel Evan Wood. Um, all of them are really like. Yeah. Um, we just haven't really mentioned it that much in in recent weeks. Um, and it's sort of, yeah, they they've done a really superb job. Uh, in this show yeah. so far. Uh, and hopefully that continues. Don't see why it wouldn't. So um, looking forward to more. Alright, let's move on to the uh, final paragraph. Um, more sadness to, to follow. Um, yeah. Is entertaining sadness the right... I don't know if that's the right <laughs> yeah. word. It, good yeah. quality entertainment, that's sad. I think that's the way to... Um, I don't... En- yeah, entertaining sadness isn't, isn't a good way to put it. Um, quality television that is sad. I think that's uh, yeah. how to say it. Dolores, Teddy, and the Horde also head to the Valley Beyond. Uh, they've got to, yeah, they've got to conclude next week with some kind of Valley Beyond thing. I mean, that's what the season's been. They, they will adding yes. up to, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, they are stopped by members of the Ghost Nation defending the Valley. The two groups attack. The Horde is wiped out as uh, Dolores leads the massacre that kills uh, all but one Ghost Nation warrior. Teddy cannot come to shoot him as uh, the warrior flees. Um, and uh what's his name isn't in this group so maybe he is still off somewhere else teddy teddy uh finally achieves uh sentience and tells loris that he realizes she's made him into a monster unable to protect her anymore and he basically says like if this is what you've done to me now what are you going to do to me later and i don't want any further part of that or of you or of anything because uh, then yeah. he unfortunately shoots himself in the head um it would be a bit annoying if like Teddy found some way to come back. This is a bullet to the head that we I, like clearly saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, um, I mean I I don't I, I think um both Emily and Teddy are very dead at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily a bit more so as she isn't a host and she hasn't got like Well, it, well exactly. Yeah, but I I think Teddy I think Teddy's certainly dead at this point because I mean Dolores made the decision to kill up the cra- to 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 blow up the cradle, so 
there is no way of bringing a version of Teddy back now, as far as we're aware. So I, I would say Teddy at this point is definitely gone. And I think that adds to the sort of tragedy of what she did to Teddy. Yeah. Is, you know, there is, there, uh, you know, she, she couldn't, she had him altered uh, to his, you know, now he's kind of woken up to what she did and turned him into this monster. She's sort of horrified by that and kills himself. And there is no coming back from that for the host because there's nowhere else for them to go, particularly mm. if they get shot in the head. It's, I mean, they're, they're obviously, they are easy. You know, it's if they shot in the stomach or, you know, like Maeve was shot yeah. in the back or man in black, like 60 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, many yeah times that's happened. Very, very lucky. The Valley black. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ford got shot in the head and sure. He's still around as some other entity, but he's physically dead. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I think in fiction that needs to count if you have a bullet in the head, unless you're some sort of like weird actual alien or something and you have different heads, that's a different thing entirely. But I think if you have a human figure of a person and that person gets a head shot, uh, then they, that should um, yeah, make that and kind it of certainly should apply to the hosts at this yeah. point. I'm because... not trying to make it sound like I want Teddy definitely dead. I'm just saying no, in, order no, to, but... in order to set the stakes and stuff properly, you need to make that uh, be, be a continuation. Um, how do you yeah. feel about Teddy now that he's he's gone? Um, yeah, I, I, I thought that was very sad, that, that scene. It was a very sad scene of, of him sort of coming to the realisation that Dolores, the woman that he loved, you know, as this cute and cuddly Teddy, uh, and basically turned him into this monster and he couldn't live with that and kills himself. And, and you know, with the knowledge that there was no way of coming back from that mm. uh, now. And, yeah, I, I found that, that that was kind of heartbreaking, that scene, you know, that, that on both sides. And it's that it's going to be interesting to see in the next episode whether what that effect that has had on Dolores. as She realised that she's sort of become a bit of a monster as well. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what effect that has on her now. Because mm-hmm. I think he's very very definitely dead at this point. Yeah, he he did have a bit of a side character arc, but I feel like what he did and what the actor was given, he he did very very well. So yeah, uh, you've got to give him credit for that. But um, it didn't really feel like he was going to become that much of a main character and especially when like he literally got turned into Dolores's side man killing machine yeah. um, it sort of asserted that point to us that like he's not really a Bernard or a Ford or a Maeve or a, a Dolores no. he's like their sort of uh, sidekick he's, sort a, of. He's, a yeah. ma- he's a main enough character to yeah. for it to have an effect when they kill him but not main enough for it to be detrimental that they kill him, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, he had a good arc. Um, I, I thought his character was good. Um, and although I said this, was it last week or the week before when we were saying like goodbye to, to Clementine and we said, oh, good luck, good luck in future projects? Uh, yeah. I think we can say that again, but for, for Teddy's actor, uh, good luck in future projects and stuff. Unless he does come back, but... We don't suspect that he's. Well, he's, the, he's no. I mean, the the but the thing about yeah. like actors on this this show, yeah. Um, there are a lot of jumping around in time 
sequences. So the chances are that you are going to see it's uh, James Marston, I think is the the uh, is that right? I think okay. but the the actor. Uh, there is a very good chance that we will see the actor again on Westworld at some point, even if it's only uh, in a flashback sequence. Um, Possibly, because yeah. I mean, look at look at um, Jimmy Simpson who plays the young William. There's right, yeah, yeah. He's he's popped up in this season, and there's absolutely no reason if you were following a linear format that Jimmy Simpson should have been in the show at all this season. So you know, um, yeah, I, I think and same with Ben Barnes as well who plays Logan. So I, I think in but in all those cases, although I, I think there is a fair chance that we may see the characters again in flashback at some point, given how much it jumps around in time this show. Mm. But um, as I, I think his main story arc is definitely gone. Yeah, uh, but yes, good luck to all of these people on this show. Anyway, um, okay, that's it for the for the main episode. We do have two emails. Uh, if you'd like to get yours read on the show um, or any comments, it doesn't have to be emails. Uh, but the emails is entertainmenttalk@hotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk@gmail.com. Uh, there's also Twitter at etalkuk, Facebook. There's the group and the page. Uh, there's also a little sort of email form you can fill out if you just put your email and your comment in. That will get sent through to me, and I'll see it that way as well. So there's lots of different options. Uh, just choose one. Send in what you want us to discuss, and we shall do that. Jason writes in says, "Interesting episode. Interested to see how you both feel about William. Now that we have seen his backstory, I still think he's cool. Uh, we did already talk about that a bit." But, yeah. like I said, uh, his story itself is more interesting to me now that we've had that come a little bit more full, full circle. Of course, we've still got the reveal of if he isn't or isn't a, is or isn't a host. Um, and that's going to, of course, add to his story. Uh, do we both suspect that he isn't then? Yeah I, yeah, I don't think he is. I think it would uh, it would sort of detract a little bit if he... Well, I don't know. It's difficult because, mm. I mean, yeah, his daughter obviously believed that he he wasn't a host. So I I don't know. I'm intrigued to see that, but I I strongly suspect that he isn't a host because I think it's far more interesting if he's not. Yeah. So uh, in terms of him as an actual character, I still think they've got a little bit of work to do. But the if his story becomes more interesting and it pushes his character forward, then. That could work. Uh, just I'm just not all quite there yet with with him because um, there's still other interesting characters to me. Uh, how do you feel about him as an actual character as opposed to just his story? Um, yeah, I mean, I I like uh, I I've always quite liked that character. I think partly because you know he's come over from he was he was such a original film um, and. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I think he's kind of that. What they've done with the character and having his that that whole arc of having the young and the old version in the original season, I thought was really interesting. Um, and and we've seen a large span of his life at this point. I mean, if they killed him off next episode, um, that wouldn't surprise me because I think they they have got to a point where you could do that, and you know his arc could end, but I don't know what you replace him with the following season, if that is the case. Mm-hmm. So, uh, In terms of like characters and the number of characters we have, what about if... So we just lost Teddy and uh, Emily um, and the, the mother, of course, as well. Um, and 
if if Man in Black possibly dies, how do you feel about maybe them introducing some some new characters next uh, season? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for them to introduce more more people next season. It may be a bit of a refresh. I mean, it it really depends on where they end it. Right, right. That's the, um, yeah, the big question. I, I, which is impossible to tell right now <laughs> yeah. how this is actually going to all play out. Because as I say, what I don't... I mean, we, we know that that uh, the, the Valley Beyond is apparently the location where they store all the personalities of the uh, people that have been in the park. What I can't quite figure out is is the end game for whoever gets there you know what i mean if dolores gets there is she just going to blow the thing up is are they going to find something within that that's going to make a difference are they is there going to be a printing facility does that allows them to print new versions of people that we've seen killed or you know i mean you know could you end up 3d printing a young version of william and bring jimmy simpson back again i mean i i don't know there's there's a whole interesting kind of connections of i i I can't quite see what the end game is at the moment which is quite nice really okay you know once once we have that question answered next week in some way shape or form uh maybe we can sort of revisit that question a bit but at the moment i think if they're going to kill off these people that they have uh i'm ready for like not for you don't need to replace like four or five with four or five just bring in like one or one or two new people or something um but it depends what they do with the remaining characters and like you said what this uh, actual thing is Emily says, uh, who are your favourite characters? Uh, mine are Lee, Ford, Bernard and Teddy. Well, I'm afraid uh, Teddy might be dead, so uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, <coughs> yeah, Ford's pretty cool. I think my main... I, 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 me- I remember saying earlier in the season that Dolores was my favourite character. I think Bernard is now. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of, of Bernard, yeah. Ford and Maeve, I think, are probably my three okay. favourites. You like Lee as well, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee's, Lee's great. As a side character, I think Lee's fantastic. Okay. Um, he's just yeah. highly entertaining. But mm-hmm. uh, we've not seen much of him recently. But uh, yeah, I'd, those those are the ones that I, I would probably go with. Mm-hmm. I've, I mean, just with like Bernard's connection to Ford and like the acting from, from Jeffrey Wright and his whole mysterious... His mysterious like timeline and plot, that's all been really interesting to me throughout this like the whole series really, not just this season. Um, especially with like him waking up on the beach and what all the mystery was from there. Um, I still like Dolores a lot. She's just become a little plainer, perhaps. But she's yeah. been just headed towards her goal, um, and had the story with Teddy along the way, of course. So um I think maybe the not necessarily issue, but the reason is like Cause they haven't added to her quite so much, where I feel like they've added to Bernard a bit more. Um, yeah. Especially with the whole like inclusion with uh, Ford and everything else that they've done. So uh, I think he's my my favourite. But yeah, I like Lee as well. I think he's quite cool. Uh, and we might not have Teddy anymore. So um, yeah, cool characters yeah. either way. I I really like most of them. Uh, that's it for this week's podcast thank you all very much for listening uh, of course you can check out all the content that I mentioned and all the content in the past and the future and all that good stuff on entertainmenttalk.org uh, you can follow us on twitter like I said at etalkuk just follow me uh, you can have a chat with me I'll uh, 
perfectly chat back to you um, as long as you're nice. So it can uh, <laughs> come up from there. Uh, yeah, send in some emails, send in some tweets, and uh, like the Facebook page, join the Facebook group. Uh, you can find David on geektown.co.uk. That's for all your latest air date information, casting updates, and all, all that sort of good stuff involving with TV and films as well. Uh, like I said, uh, there's basically two lots of me talking about E3 now, because I did a section with you on this week's Geek Town Radio, and in the course last week, me and Robert did a section as well, so go and listen to both of them, go and listen to both podcasts. Um, yeah, that's Geek Town, uh, if you'd like to support what we're doing here, which is quite important as well. Uh, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Uh, in case you try to access it within the last week, um, I went on Patreon, I think the day after last week's Westworld podcast, and it said about relaunching the page. I did actually do it, but just in case you've tried to go on there and it maybe didn't work or something, it's, it's back up and running now. Um, plus I updated the goals and stuff like that to make them a bit uh, clearer perhaps so yeah go to Patreon have a little look around there and uh, that's also where you get your ad free podcast as well so check that out Uh, if you do any shopping on Amazon please consider using our Amazon affiliate link that's where essentially you just do your normal Amazon shopping but you click on our affiliate link instead of just going to Amazon the normal website Uh, we'll get a small cut of the amount that you spend but it doesn't cost you anything extra so that's a good way to support us as well Uh, word of mouth is probably the easiest way to support us Uh, if you see a post from us on Facebook or the Facebook group or anywhere just just share it around Uh, tell your friends and family that's always a good way to support us as well Uh, plus that's the option that's that's free so that helps as well Uh, if you'd also like to support us for free in other ways uh, on the the podcast platform of your choice uh, please rate and review and subscribe to us over there uh, preferably on iTunes but if you use any other podcast services and it lets you review us uh, please consider doing that from there uh, yeah that's on iTunes and stuff uh, I think that's it for the ways to support us if uh, speaking of E3 if you'd like to watch me and Robert play various different video games you can check out his uh, mixer streaming channel and mine over on Twitch uh, so that would be kind of cool as well I think the next thing I'm going to be streaming is the new Future Tense level that comes out next week for Crash. I don't know if that will definitely be on Friday. That's when the level comes out. So that might be the week after, possibly at some point. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, But yeah, Mixer and Twitch, go and check those out as well. And subscribe to everything that we do. It will help you keep up to date with us. Yeah, that's everything for this week. We'll see you next week for the season, the season finale. It's it's uh it's finally come around. Um, not in like a we've been waiting ages, but like mm-hmm. it's uh, very entertaining. So yes, yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of interesting, weird things to talk about. So we'll be back next week to do that. Uh, until then, thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.